Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, Tuesday, October 18th, I'm your host, Jack Riggins. Mark Vale is stepping in for Johnny Cadillac, producing the show today. Mark, appreciate you being here. Glad to be here. Glad to be upright. Yeah, you and me both. Uh, Johnny, hope everything's all right. We miss you. The audience will miss you. It is 44 degrees, but it feels like 39. Wind's 10 miles an hour out there. So, you know, generally a pretty nice day today. Just a little chilly. But I enjoyed it. Cold. Yeah, it's cold, but it's it's a nice type of cold. All right, folks, y'all think I'm crazy. I bring a story from the middle of the Midwest out of Curtis, Nebraska, earlier in the week or late last week about somebody just being an American and trying to get a petition signed, basically participating in democracy. And nope, her employer, Canon TV, says, can't do that, fires the director of news and a co-anchor. Um, yes, that is exactly in the middle of America, just south of North Platte. Uh, the um, attack machine on thought, on agenda, and the narrative, well, it's also here in Lincoln. So, the current county attorney calls a press conference, and you know he's running for county attorney, again, um, against an opponent who's well-loved by the Democratic machine, and hence the press, and nobody from the press shows up. Well, that's just not very American. So, let's go ahead and give Pat Condon his due, since the press didn't show up, and I am a news show. So he calls a press conference today to talk about the differences uh, between the two candidates, Adam Moorfeld and himself. He says, and I quote, It's unfortunate that a candidate for county attorney, my opponent, Adam Moorfeld, has no knowledge of how the criminal justice system works. (laughs) Contrary to what Moorfeld says in his TV attack ads, he's running against me. There are no untested rape kits gathering dust. So that must be out there, a complete lie, according to Pat Condon. If he had any experience of working with the criminal justice system, perhaps he would have known that. And former Lincoln Police Chief Jeff Blymeister also provides more explanation about how the sexual assault kits actually work through, you know, testing and investigative processes and backs that up. So, you know, that's just a false statement. I guess there's other false statements uh, out there on these attack ads. Uh, says that Pat Conan will prosecute women for having an abortion. Oh, there's one we talk about on the show a lot. The old Democrats going with the abortion thing right now because there's nothing going on in their world that makes any sense other than inflation's high, but the economy's strong as hell, if you ask Joe Biden. Anyway, Adam Warfeld says uh, Pat Conan will prosecute women for having an abortion. Actually, quote, Pat Conan, my opponent does not know the law, but our office cannot charge a woman for having an abortion. That is not even allowed under Nebraska Revised Statute 28 TAC 3108. <laughs> I mean, this is just classic, right? You have attack ads that are all lies and can easily, easily be found fact because we're dealing with the law here and it's written somewhere. So the current county attorney has to take time out of his day. He's got to call a press conference to just say, hey, these are the facts. Here's what my opponent's saying. We all know Adam Moorfield doesn't have any criminal justice background. And nobody from the press shows up. So, yeah, we'll cover it on KLIN. Why not? 
Adam Morfeld, if you have a press conference, I'm pretty sure the press will come. So, needless to say, folks, you've got to be careful what you're listening to. You've got to be careful of the narrative, and you've got to try to sift through the facts. Appreciate Pat Condon coming out and having a press conference um, and happy to give it coverage. Oh, geez. Well, speaking of that, we've got NEGOP political director Todd Watson in the studio. Welcome, Todd. Great to be here. Um, Let's talk about the state. I haven't been uh, intimately involved in what's going on at the NEGOP, but clearly these midterms are a big deal in politics in America and the state of Nebraska. Um, As you, I know, are kind of somewhat new into that office. Um, how are things going and how do you see the state and, you know, what what is the optic from the NEGOP leading up to midterms? Things are going well. Things would be going even better if we had more media people like you pointing out the lies. I, I love your segment on lies. I mean, this is what I deal with all the time. <laughs> Endless lie after lie after lie. They're going to gut Social Security. What's your citation? Not there. They want to ban interracial marriage. Uh, interracial marriage, I mean, that was a Supreme Court decision 50 years ago. <laughs> I mean, that's not even allowed. But yet they're going to go write it down. But the economy's strong as hell. Oh, yeah. Economy's doing awesome. I mean, you're going broke. You can't even fill up your gas tank. Do you but, know the White House? We're doing good. The White House said, I believe, yesterday that they have saved American. Four hundred twenty million. The press secretary said this. Four hundred twenty million dollars at the pump since June. So the so the 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 little whoop de doop there is that we got prices so darn high that they've come down where they're still high, but they've come down from June. And so what we've done is saved you four hundred twenty million dollars. I mean, they're running with that stuff. The only chart that looks down is the reserves we have in the ground because they're trying to get them all spent out to try to lower this price before the election. Disaster energy policy. Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. So here in the state, um, I would say that most Nebraskans I talk to are very interested in the legislative races and the school board races on kind of the macro state level. I Inside the state, obviously, congressmen, um, you know, what just happened with SAS, that's not uh, a race. But races inside, right, would be the the flood race and then the legislative candidates in the school board uh, due to things that kind of got filibustered last year and conservatives just not quite able to get that, what is it, 33 votes. Um, so how are candidates, you know, ramping up, I guess, and support and you know, what, what What are the Democrats doing, you know, in attack mode? Well, I, again, I, I think you see you don't have a real plan on that side, except for to call, you know, more lies. The biggest lie being told is, you know, we're haters or everyone's racist or everyone's extreme or everyone doesn't like somebody. And, you know, this is all they've got to go with because you don't have policies. Uh, so it's going very well on our side. The direction our candidates are taking and where they stand on policy is crystal clear they know what they're looking to achieve it's resonating with the voters we are going to be uh, i'm glad to be back on your show you and i were sitting here two years ago saying law and order law and order law and order and we've been hammering that for years and now people get it unfortunately too many people have been hurt because they didn't get it earlier but that's resonating. Education so important. Proficiency scores matter. 
were at least a decade low, I think is what mm-hmm. the Journal Star is not in our camp, as you mentioned, but they cited at least a 10-year low in ACT scores. We've got a slate of candidates, not only the state school boards, people will ask me about because that's our role, but we've got candidates across the state at local school boards stepping up, ready to help our kids achieve in the schools with new policies. It's, it's great to see. We've got good economic thinkers of how to build jobs, how to make a prosperous economy, pounding the pavement, shaking hands. I have never seen better door work uh, in my life. Now, this is a catch-22 question you ask me. I can sound too happy, and then people like, you're going to encourage them to take their foot off the gas. Or I can sound you know, a little down, so uh, they try to go put on the gas more. I'll just leave it at this. Keep doing what we're doing. Double down on meeting people, shaking hands, telling them the truth of what we're about. Look yeah. them in the eye. We just have to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I hear a lot, and even I just did it uh, kind of in the intro, is to me it's a foregone conclusion that uh, Jim Pillen is going to be our next governor, and I'm excited about that. But it's a foregone conclusion, but it shouldn't be. You know what I mean? And in the end of the day, you know, how excited are you and, you know, Republicans out there to continue to control, you know, the governorship? Well, in general, the whole unicameral we need to have under control. We need people to write laws. We need people to sign off on the laws. You know, the message that we've had to learn in the Republican Party is, look, it's about results. And anybody from governor to someone in the legislature to attorneys, every position matters. But people are ready for deliverance on values. People are ready for law and order. People are ready to change and make our education go forward again for our kids. People are ready for common sense economic approaches, more fiscal responsibility in the state house. So, um, you know, the old way is let's party on November 9th. There's going to be no spiking the football on November 9th, okay? We'll probably have a day off, and we'll have a few high fives. The spiking of the football is going to come at the next unicameral session when we look back of common sense things that are achieved. Spiking the football will happen when the school boards change out and common sense prevails again in our halls of education, and spiking the football will happen when we see the ACT score finally go up Mm. as opposed to continually going down. Well, I would also say is that I think the um, third grade to eighth grade numbers as well have kind of stagnated, and like I said, I know that um, we're hoping to see those before the election, but I do believe there's some politics being played uh, by uh, school boards uh, just like out in California and New York to not show us those results. Um, but I'll, I'll go back to, I think, one of the easiest way, folks, if you're not really political. And again, we have the uh, political director for the NEGOP on. For those of you who don't know, that's the conservative party here in, in uh, Nebraska, <laughs> otherwise known as the Republican Party. Listen, if you love the way things are going in the country, in the state, in your area, then... Um, then yeah, vote Democrat. I mean, these are their policies. This is what they do. Um, everything that 
is happening and giving away free stuff and pumping money into the economy and doing social engineering and changing both on the national scale and like in my case right here in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, these are all Democratic policy. If you like that, go ahead and vote Democrat. If it's time for change and you want to usher in the red wave and see new leadership and common sense leadership, then you just go vote Republican. Whether you know the candidates or not, we're getting that dire. In the end of the day, folks, uh, we need a major course correction across America and even here in the state with regard to some of our smaller elections, right? I'm confident that Jim Pillen uh, will be our next governor and will be a good conservative governor. And it's now about down ballot races and shoring up kind of the rock walls. I can't, I can't stand the up-down comment. It, it implies someone's lesser or more important. They're all important. You led with Pat Condon. Law and order hangs in the balance. We have a bunch of lawyers looking to walk if he's not there. This is so important. You need a 30-year experienced attorney. By the way, if you want to be educated, watch that Leba lunch today. They hit home runs. Pat Condon was on it, and he is ready to lead us. Jason Kruger was there. Cameron Hall, a new direction for our county. We're going to get bridges fixed. No more seven-minute, 15-minute delays to try to get someone having a heart attack because we're going to go fix bridges and common-sense spending. They put themselves on the record. They're not going to give themselves the 16% raise. They put themselves on the record. They're not going to sell out to the big corporate to give them the political payoff on the solar farms. They're going to respond to the citizens. And Sheriff Wagner was there. There's no down ballot here. These are all important positions. Yeah, we call them down ballot in the business, but man, we are at a mission critical time in this county, in this city. And I soaked up every word. Uh, I wish I could have been there today. I was up in Omaha working um, races, but um, uh, I watched it online. Phenomenal. Just phenomenal. They they, they knocked it out of the park. So, Yeah, the candidates... Uh and I agree with you. I mean, all the races are important. And I always like to talk to folks about kind of working out from where you're at, which is truly politics is local and why you have to get engaged and why I'm passionate on this show is, you know, closest to you is going to affect you the most. And then you kind of go to the, you know, the county level, then you go to the state level and then you go national and, and Nebraska's doing pretty well, um, you know, at that national slash, uh, state level uh, with regard to conservative stuff. However, the Democrats have run some good strategy and campaigns over the last 20 years and kind of invaded uh, certain parts of our culture um, and in our institutions. And that's what I think is uh, kind of now finally being fought back. Like you said, law and order, education, you know, real infrastructure versus fake infrastructure. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about um, still staying statewide is, you know, I was very concerned we had to have a special election, but it simply said the number of votes that the Democrats need to to beat Mike Flood, who's currently in that congressional seat. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of folks in the Lancaster County area that are really worried about that race. Um, Mike Flood is a tried and true conservative. Um, what is he up against with Patty Panzine Brooks and her messaging? Again, we talk about one of the lies. I mean, this is just infuriating. You can see early on in the campaign that they're willing to say whatever to win an election. To say, you know, Mike voted for a bill against interracial marriage. I mean, this is how, this is ludicrous. 
Just ludicrous. I mean, the Supreme Court was so rock-solid on this over 50 years ago. You don't need to write a bill. But yet, it's all about crafting these messages to say whatever the heck you want to say for whatever nilly-willy reason to be elected. Um, and they're going to vote in blocks. You know, you know what you're going to get. You're going to send another individual to that side to vote with that block to vote against common sense. Mike Flood will carry common sense. I've yeah. talked to Mike. Mike's answered the call several times. You know, it, this shouldn't even be a contest, but we've got to get out of politics. We've got to get it into substance, mm-hmm. not say whatever the heck you want based on polls that resonates. This isn't leadership. Let's tell the truth. Right. Let's talk about issues. I mean, just banning interracial, we voted against interracial marriages. This is ridiculous. Well, I mean, what we're saying is there's a difference between, you know, facts, plans, values that people stick by, and then just saying what needs to be said in the moment or getting the social media bots out there to attack people um, and then hope to get the votes. Speaking of votes, people, make sure that you turn in your ballots to Dave Shively, the election commissioner's office. Of course, vote in person is preferred. But if you've got to do the other way, take it right into the office. Make sure, right? We all know there's election shenanigans, but we're doing pretty good on security. But this is a way that you personally can help to make sure your vote counts. Can't- You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we're back here on uh, Tuesday, October 18th. I'm Jack Riggins, host, Drive Time Lincoln. Mark Vale stepping in for Johnny Cadillac today, producing the show. Uh, we always like to see it is still 44, but feels like 39. We're not getting the Drive Time Lincoln chill or uh, heat wave. Normally we move the needle a little bit, but who knows? Uh, we've got Todd Watson, the political director of the NEGOP, on. We're kind of started talking uh, statewide politics and um, candidates and races and the different political strategies being played uh, by the Democrats. Um, really, it amounts to just emotion and outright lies almost at some level, certainly in this Pat Condon race here locally. And I know uh, when we come back, we'll we'll talk more local here, as Todd is a resident of the Lincoln area. Um, absolutely. You know, we're in a heck of a time in America. KLIN 1499. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Drive Time Lincoln with the Commander Jack Riggins on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Tuesday, October 18th, second segment, uh, political director Todd Watson from the Nebraska GOP is here in studio. The grand old party. That's that's what they call it. Uh, Mark Vail just tipped me off. Warhorse. Gave about a quarter, over a quarter of a million dollars in tax revenue back to the... Yeah, the first seven days, it was, I think it was 283 or 287,000 in tax revenue. I like that. I like that. That, that you know, that gets up around, if, if they can keep that up, uh, that's 12 and a half, 13 million a year. 
Yeah. And when you take into consideration that this is a much smaller uh, platform than they're going to have, what will their betting be then? And what do you add to it once you get the table games and a sports book? Hey, I just was never a fan of Nebraskans going right to the other side of the river and spending all that money and giving it to Iowa. So, um, again, gambling is a personal choice. So if you want to do it, well, now you have the ability to do it. If we do it right, uh, we, all of us, benefit from taxpayers' dollars. Uh, Todd Watson, well, welcome once again, second segment. Appreciate it. Great to be here. Um, let's move a little more local because you're, you're a Lincolnite, and uh, people have heard me on the show talk about the importance of voting and part of the job of the NEGOP is to, you know, get out the vote, fire up the vote. Same same job as the Democratic Party, every party, as a matter of fact. But, uh, yeah, well, what's going on in the NEGOP and locally here in Lincoln um, that are helping people understand the importance of voting? I believe in the old adage, you reap what you sow. You need to get out and knock doors. You will reap something. Give to your candidates. You will reap something. Vote. You'll reap something. This era of looking for someone else to do something is over. People want their government back for the people. The people have to be the engine. They have to vote. You got to get your mom and dad to vote. You got to get your kids to vote, your aunt and uncle. You have to lead. And you've got to volunteer and you've got to give money. Looking for someone else to carry the weight on all those, no, those days are over. Fortunately, Fortunately, I think the pain has gotten bad enough. We've seen all the crime in the town. We saw the great primary numbers show up. And I want to give a special shout out to all the neighborhood captains that have stepped up and said, I will work. They are making this happen. The people that are say, I will come down and make some calls. They are making it happen. Yeah, the you know we've had. I know Mary Hilton is kind of one of the architects of it, and uh, she's been on the show before, uh, ran for city council. Um, but I want to say, folks, there's like 270 some volunteers already out there, just here in Lincoln and Lancaster County, and that is a phenomenal start to the red wave. And really, the only way conservatives can take control back to the people, give it to the people by door to door getting out and voting, being educated voters on your candidates, and once it's over, holding candidates accountable, right? Absolutely. And can I just say at a state party level, most people know that, you know, as former chairman of the county level, when we moved to the state level, people were right there to take it even to another level. I mean, the number of volunteers that are stepping up is off the charts, and I just can't say thank you enough. This county didn't miss a beat. Sam Lyons doing a great job. Um, you know, Dan Beardorf's down there. He's helping out. And the volunteers are just filling in the gaps. It's almost like there's a big wide open gap on the offensive line, and you got the perfect linebacker that's just stepping in right away when they see an opening, plugging mm-hmm. the hole and doing a great job. So um, we're very blessed to have a lot of good people. But you can never have too many. And the people that don't do anything, you'll reap what you sow too that you don't show up to vote, you don't volunteer, you didn't write the check, you didn't go to the school board meeting. It goes both ways. You will reap what you sow. And we've never been at a more critical time to stand up and be counted, but more importantly, stand up and be involved. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think there's now tons of interest in um, (laughs) the city, the county. You know, one of the things, and it's a little off topic, but I've had this conversation with a lot of Republicans, and I think you're one of the key people to be able to answer the question is a lot of people that are part of the Republican Party that aren't in Lincoln um, always use the word activists, activists, like GOP activists. Now, I live here in Lincoln, and I guess I could be considered that based on some of the things I (laughs) say on my show. But I really don't understand that because the way I look at the dynamics is when you have an extreme left dominated city. Of course, if you care about your city and your values, it is going to make the right, in this case, more vocal and more engaged, which is some of the things you're talking about that are going on very successfully that need to follow through on voting day with candidates. But there's people in this state that are Republicans that almost feel like it's strange or weird that conservatives have to get engaged and are getting engaged at the level they are, like uncomfortable with it. And I don't understand that because you have to stand up for what you want to get and reap what you sow. And if you don't put any work into it, you can't hope to get any change. I know. And, you know, we live in a republic. You have to be involved in a republic to have your government. And so that's just one of the fundamental demands of the job. You're going to have to get used to being called names. You want law and order? You're an extremist. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, you're for s- smaller government. Uh, you're radical. Right. Well, I, I don't believe that men can have babies, and so I'm a homophobe and a weirdo, and uh, I guess I can't even talk. Yeah. I mean, there's just all kinds of weird things. You want out proficiency there. scores? <laughs> you're really an activist. I mean,. Just get used to being called names. You know it's not true. And I guess maybe because I'm in this line of business, I've gotten used to it. It used to bother me if I remember my rookie year in this. But I've done this eight years now, and I've just learned they're just going to call you names, mainly because they don't have an idea of their own. You can't have a logical conversation on a topic anymore. Like you and I, we've disagreed on a few issues, but we talked through it. I'm always right, of course. Exactly. <laughs> Walk away, and we move on, and we have a civil conversation. I don't know what's happened in society. If you're not 100% with me, you're my enemy type of thing. Uh, well, it goes against everything in our principles and history. You know, In the end of the day, we have to compromise, and we have to work together. And that is what the republic and uh, a representative democracy does. And all of a sudden now we're throwing mandates out and we're, you know, changing terminology from recession to vaccine. And we're trying to get elected on lies. And, and let's be honest here. We, we've got a lot of Democrats voting with us this year. They're, they're not as crazy as their leadership is, right? They're common sense. They want law and order. They probably see things a few different. Uh, you know, we have coffee and breakfast together. We disagree on some of the issues, but God, even they see it. You're not standing with our cops. Our kids are failing in the schools. What was the Omaha World Herald article? Two seniors, 35% of seniors were failing two classes during the pandemic and keep doubling down on this policy. They see it. My job, I'm not doing as well. I can't, my bills are going crazy. 
I think the latest in this inflation is it's about costing everybody $34,000. I mean, the average family. Like, this is getting out of control, and there's no end in sight. And, folks, if you don't believe it, I mean, inflation is up 8.5%. We are in a recession, right? Airline fares are up 42%. Eggs, something we all buy, up 30%. Each one of those takes out of your hard-earned money. The extremist is the extreme thing is my gas pump. Right. You know, no media will ask on, you know, their top issues. It's like, I know who sponsors them. They have the most extreme positions of anything. So often the people yelling extremist or the people yelling you're a hater are the ones doing the hating, are the ones doing the extreme. It's easier to go on offense and play defense. I think that puts us in a tough angle. We're going to stand up for what's truth. I don't think we want to call people names. That's the part of the discourse that people are tired of. They want, they'll have a solid debate on policy, positions, votes. They're tired of saying your dog's ugly. Yeah. Your kid's a loser. Uh, how enough. Yeah. If they want to keep doing that, that's fine. Well, like I said, we'll talk policies. We'll talk positions. If you agree with this stuff and the way this country is going, this city, this state on some of these issues in the schools, um, with law and order, then you just keep voting Democrat. If you're tired and ready for a change, it's time to go vote conservative and you know get the red wave going. And you say that it's all about the people getting out and voting. Just stay the course. Keep knocking doors. Keep talking to your neighbor. Keep shaking hands. I know we're in tough times right now with this media cycle. It can be defeating. Keep the faith. Keep moving forward. We have the right candidates. We will deliver this time around. But stay the course. Keep the courage up. Let them call you names. Don't let it sink in. It's not true. <laughs> Keep loving your neighbors. Keep serving the kids in your community. Keep going to work. We're going to get through this. Yeah, leadership's coming. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask, um, you want to take a call real quick? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Matt, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Hi, thanks for taking the call. Wonder if you could give me an update. I felt like in 2020, I, I was a little shocked to learn about the Zucker boxes and the money being given to Lancaster County. Can you give us an update that will make me feel confident that uh, we do have uh, a credible election in Lancaster County and there aren't any votes that'll be counted that shouldn't be? Uh, yeah, very good question, Matt. Appreciate it. Um, so Matt's asking about Zuckerbucks. We ran, uh, maybe we're the first news outlet to uh, run that story. Uh, in fact, uh, yes, our county commissioners did approve Zuckerbucks, which is money that came from uh, Mark Zuckerberg um, under the guise of get out the vote and was supposed to, you know, help make the election safer. Ultimately, it led to more unsecured drop boxes followed by monies to get the early vote out there. It has been shown to have created a lot of voting inconsistencies, if not outright cheating, in other parts of the nation. And it did happen in only this county in Lancaster County. Since then, um, the state legislature and legislators stepped up across the state and got it so that no outside money can come in to the state per the same mechanism as Zuckerbuck's. And so there is now oversight at the state level down to the county so that that can never happen again. And so as we sit today, there has been new legislation that was passed 
by a whole bunch of state senators and supported by Secretary of State Evnen, the governor. And that no longer can happen without all kinds of checks and balances. So as we sit for this election, to my knowledge, at this point in time, there is no Zuckerbucks or said like initiative being allowed into Lancaster County like it was in 2020. Yeah, the unintended ballot boxes at the library is that's probably one of the achievements that Eric and I worked on in, in the Lancaster hats when we were there. Uh, but we had great help. Uh, we talked about Secretary of State, our new senator, state senator, uh, Rob Clements, listened to it um, and delivered. And that made a big difference. You can look at the primary numbers and just look, unattended ballot boxes. This is common sense. It shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. Now, I, I think the bigger question is, what is the counterpunch? Are there other things in the works? Um, I don't think we've made a secret. It's a core plank in the state that was adopted by the Central Committee members across the state. Election uh, integrity is a massive concern. Uh, we're going to stay focused on elections. You need to focus on knocking on doors. We will revisit this topic. I'm not ducking it. No, no, We'll come back in November because we've got to deliver, but people want to focus. Now's the time to get that get out the vote, and we're going to circle back on this issue when we have the numbers and make a difference so this never happens again. Yeah, it, it, ultimately it was the old uh, you got one by on us type of thing, and uh, it made a lot of people in Lancaster County upset. And uh, again, the LCRP, Todd Watson, Eric Underwood, and many others uh, took this to task before moving up to the NEGOP, and uh, now in fact, you know, that's where we stand today. Uh, what you were discussing is, under the new NEGOP leadership, you have made this a very high priority and plank um, item, election security, amongst others. Can you talk a little bit about kind of your legislative plan and some of the new planks that, that you guys are championing and excited about? It's not we. If there's one message I want to get out to Lincoln, well, I mean, we NEGOP. return the power to the people. The Central Committee voted and approved the legislative plan. The Central Committee is made up of 162 elected Republicans from around the state. They just approved the plan that was there. Uh, the body wants election integrity. So the only reason I, I highlight that nuance is still people are conditioned to think we're the leaders and we're going to sure. call the shots. We're not. We're not. We're executing the will of the governing body. We're responding to the people and the people they've elected to make those decisions. We're here to execute. You're practicing democracy, and, and that, that, that is good to clarify, Todd, because I do think people are conditioned to think, well, that's what the leaders want, even of the party, when in fact, when you understand how the party functions, right, you are simply working off what the elected officials of all the counties want, and by in fact, they have voted by majority to put election integrity and other platform items, you know, front and center. One of the things I want to ask you about, because it is a little bit has to do with uh, election integrity, is uh, voter ID. Um, in favor, good things, bad things. I know you're in favor of. Oh, it. absolutely. But, um, I have a texter that that would like to know. Um, you know, do you see that getting passed? And it's just another kind of uh, piece of the election security kind of. Triad, as I like to say. Oh, absolutely. It's going to pass. It needs to pass. We're behind. Most states have this already. Uh, so, yes, it will pass. Do I think it's an all-encompassing solution? I think the people that get frustrated, no, there's going to be some other things that need to be evolved, but it's a very good component uh, of the solution. So, yes, uh, it will pass. When you're at the NEGOP level, where do you look at races? Like, I kind of look at the Moorfeld and the Patty Pansy Brooks, Mike Flood race, Pat Condon, as kind of 
to see the numbers in one county, um, how well the Democratic message is, you know, winning from their standpoint or impacting the conservative messaging. Are those important races for people to, to pay attention to? Every race is important. Uh, that That's what we would say. Yeah, we're looking at numbers all the time. Uh, you're looking at early returns right now. And then you, you, you compare them against some baselines. I mean, I don't want to get too much more in details. I know everyone's right. listening, want to know how we analyze it and whatever. But, I mean, I don't think it's just rocket science. Everyone's always looking at numbers. And numbers are the basis for uh, where you're going to go, uh, what position you're going to take. If you need to address this campaign, uh, put this into motion because we don't like what we see here. And then you're looking at demographics and what are the issues that certain districts like? What do they not like? Um, what's consistent with our values? Uh, what's the opponent doing? What's the opponent's backing? What's their base? Um, I, I I think most people that have somewhat of political knowledge understand this. Yeah. So really, when you summarize right now and across the state, to make the red wave happen, people have got to get out and do it. You've got to do it. Don't pass the buck. It's on you. If you want individual accountability, then you've got to hold yourself accountable. Do not make an excuse this year. Get out there. Not just vote. Get other people to vote. Get involved. It's time. No more saying no. Say yes. Get involved. Say yes on conservative principles. It matters. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, finishing up the show here with Todd Watson from the NEGOP. What did we learn today? Well, we learned that the press doesn't want to get involved in the uh, Pat Condon and Adam Moorfield race, as Pat Condon calls a press conference for to, you know, fight back against vicious lies told on the campaign trail, and nobody from the press shows up. But, hey, I covered it, so there you go. Mark Vale showed up. I'm sorry. Well, actually, we were short-staffed in the newsroom. We couldn't make it, but I did uh, go to the Liba lunch, so we picked up the information and shared it here so we could actually get into a good conversation. So Yeah. So so we did cover we it. We did uh, cover it. Great lunch but, today, but by the way. But not as a news conference. Well, we so, covered it yeah. un- unconventionally because we were short-staffed. But, you know, wh- why am I saying that? Because shame on you, press. Shame on you for not being, you know, out there covering things that matter to Lincolnites and people in critical races. Um, geez. Todd, motivational statement, as I always like to say. Don't look to the press for information, for the love. Talk to your neighbors. Read. Do your own research. Motivation. I've already said it. you got to get out there. you got to own it. Send your check to the NEGOP or to your favorite candidate if you don't like it. But send in some money. You want your republic, you've got to pay for it. Otherwise, someone else will, and it won't be yours. Got to get out and vote, conservatives. You want to make change. KLIN 1499.3. Have a great night.